Welcome to Daniel'sWindow.org. Watch and pray. My name is Jeff, and here's another word I believe from the Lord today that or he actually gave this to me a few days ago, but expounded on it today. And are you willing to be stoned for your faith? Are you willing to be stoned for your faith? This is found in, in Numbers 13. I deal with I deal a lot with in, in, in uh, precepts and pictures and 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 so forth. And this one's found in Numbers 13. This is where Moses had just sent the 12 spies to go spy out the promised land, and they came back. And this is the result of the comeback. And I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna read the whole chapter. I hope that you do. But we're gonna start out in verse. 26, then I have a, a few things to say about what we just read. It says, And they came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the, in the desert of Paran. There they reported them into the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. They gave Moses this account. We went into the land to which you sent us, and it, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified with large, but very large. And we even saw descendants of Anak there, and the Amalekites live in the Negev, Negev, the Hittites, the Jezebites, and the Amorites live in the hill country, and the Canaanites live near the sea and along Jordan. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. But then the men who had gone up with him said, we can't, we can't attack these people. They are stronger than we are. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land that they explored. They said, the land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are great size. We saw the Nephilim they, um, there. The descendants of Enoch came from a Nephilim. We seemed, we seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. And I wonder how many of we as Americans or even worldwide look like grasshoppers to this virus. Or we think we look like grasshoppers. Here's 10 people, 10 news reporters or government officials who have no faith. They saw that the land is good. They saw that we can overcome these things. But they instead they, they sold discord among, um, among the citizens of this great nation. This is a real deal. deal. This is a real issue, but nowhere near the amount of uh, of fear or of reports they're they're pressing through it's all you know i just, i don't want to go too much into that um um but the congregation here in uh, during Moses' time became very fearful, and a lot of citizens of of here the great United States of America also very fearful because of these reports of ten people, but two people stood up and says, "Surely we can overcome this. Surely Jesus is our Lord. Surely God is the God over all things, and He can help give us, you know, what we need to do to overcome this virus." But so two men of faith stood up, but the people wanted to stone uh, the two of them for giving hope and truth. So it goes on to verse uh, chapter 14. It says, That night all the people of the community raised their voices and wept aloud. All the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The whole assembly said to them, If only we had died in Egypt or in the desert. Why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Our wives and children would be taken as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said to each other, We should choose a leader and go back to Egypt. And it goes on to say in this chapter 2 that, that they were really ready to stone um, the two witnesses that stood up said, surely God is with us and we can take this place. And that's what's going on now. Uh, people who believe that God is divine, believe that God can keep us. You know, there's a lot of people who shouted, you know, when they heard the message that, that God will keep the uh, 
uh, during Moses' time, that God would keep all the sickness and illnesses and all the curses out of the land of Goshen. And heard a lot of people shout hallelujah, but some of those same people are now are, are shouting a different message because they didn't believe. Now that the real virus showed up, they didn't believe. Well, are we going to believe? This is a real enemy. This is a real challenge. We're not, you know, defying that. We're not, you know, negating what is happening, you know, in the, in the natural. But we're saying surely God can keep us safe. Surely can God can give us the answer on how to solve this problem quickly and defeat it rather than running in fear. We need to do certain things. And the book of uh, Leviticus tells us some things we need to do. We do need to wash our hands. We do need to be clean. And if you are sick, we do need to be put outside the camp. We do need to be separate so other people don't get don't get sick. But we shouldn't do anything in, in fear because fear is always going to lead you to make the wrong decision. And in fact, in this situation, I think that the fear is going to greatly cost us a whole lot more than what the actual virus is doing to this, this nation of ours. So the uh, people on the stone is too forgiven hope and truth. And you may too. If, if you stand up with me and stand up on scripture that surely we can overcome this, I'm, that I'm not going to get sick, that I'm doing what I need to do practically, but I'm also putting my faith in God and not in man, not in my ability to stay away from a, 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 sil a, a silent, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a silent enemy that I can't see. No, we need to put our trust in God. And we, you know, I, I, I have, you know, I, I we need to greatly pray for our doctors and our medical community. They're doing the best that they can. And many of them are Christians and praying that God gives them, you know, wisdom. We need to join them along that. But we know that that, that our faith can't be in the medical community because it's only man. And, and our faith must be in, in God and God alone. So we are grasshoppers with no hope of vaccine for 18 months. How many times have you heard that in the last few days? We're not going to have any vaccine for 18 months. So people are going to stay in fear for 18 months? I mean, this is what coronavirus number 19. So there's been 18 before it, and there's probably going to be 20, 21, 22, 23. Who knows but how many times in 18 months by now that's not going to respond to our medication. So do you trust the medical community more than God? Or are we going to trust God that he's going to give the medical community and, you know, uh, the, the wisdom to do what they do? And, and then God's going to give each one of us a supernatural power, you know, to to not get sick that doesn't mean we negate washing our hands because we do need to wash that that's part of just basic living in cleanness you know we do need to stay away if we're sick we shouldn't go out there and jeopardize our our neighbors but if we're not sick then we need to be out there helping whichever way we can so be made well